You mind if we do something a little different today? Not at all. You mind if we listen to one very particular voicemail before we get started? Because someone left us a voicemail about the exact thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, okay. I, you don't want to say welcome to the last podcast, blah, blah, blah. You just want to start? Welcome to the loudest podcast. The loudest podcast on the internet. My name is Saranch and with me is Asterio. Say hello, Asterios. You're acting real weird. I'm very excited if you can't tell. All right. So so it's this. Is it this voicemail called Twitch Lawsuit? Yes, that's it. Okay, because we have two other voicemails here. One of them marked Hooters Apologist, <laughs> and one of them marked All Cops Are Small Beans Uwu. Well, the Hooters Apologist is Riley Brooks. Oh, okay, Spoiler so we say that for the end. Yeah. All right, Twitch Lawsuit. Hi, Asterios. Hi, Sriracha. Hi. So I just got I just got off work, and I went, on, I went to Google News like I normally do. Mm-hmm. And apparently this freaking guy suing Twitch for twenty five fucking million dollars because he can't stop jerking. <laughs> he can't stop what? Can't stop jerking off. He can't stop jerking off. Holy shit, Sriracha, you have to know about this, right? <laughs> Holy shit, I expect to hear about this. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, I did, it buddy. It wasn't the loudest episode, please. Bye. Bye. This guy's gonna crash his car. <laughs> So, Wait, this really can't be it, right? A, a guy is suing Twitch because he can't stop jerking off? There is a guy suing Twitch right now. I shit you not. I swear to God I'm not making this up. Nick Ricada told me about it when I was on his stream. By the way, go watch the Return of the Greer stream with me and Nick to talk more about Russell's uh, high school arrest record. It's I'm, not good. <laughs> look, I'm just glad you have someone else to talk to about this garbage. Oh, man. I'm so, I'm so happy. Did you know that he wrote on the bathroom wall? He claimed he claimed that um, it was a joke. In his book, he says, I, it, I didn't write any kill list. I wrote on the wall. Uh, something bad is going to happen. And then the, the police report says, there was markings on the wall. It began with, this is not a joke. I am going to kill eight people. <laughs> and then he immediately confessed to it. Anyways, there's a guy suing Twitch. Why are you so happy that this teenage boy has a kill list? He didn't do it. You're you're acting like it's Christmas morning. <laughs> that you that you read the police report of a crazy guy who sues sex workers having a kill list. Was it written in lipstick on the on the wall? With like, are we going full Billy Madison with this? It was written in pencil. Excuse you. Okay. Oh, I stand excused. It, okay. What do you want to talk about? The, the jerk-off lawsuit or the murder kid? Because uh, you, you got one. You have one creep you can tell uh, me about today. Well, that's a big choice. But I'm going to go with the jerk-off lawsuit. There, there's a guy, I believe his name is Eric Estevillo. He is a sex addict. He is a sex addict, and he is suing Twitch.tv, the streaming website, for $25 million because he can't stop jerking off to titty streamers. He can't, he's blaming in the lawsuit, it names Twitch because there is no way to filter by gender. So this poor Christian man just wants to go on Twitch and watch some Age of Empires, but he can't just be filter only in only see male streamers. So he types in Age of Empires and what's thrown in his face, face but big busty boobies. 
He's following 756 female streamers and zero male streamers. And he can't stop masturbating. He literally cannot stop masturbating because he is a sex addict. And a portion of that $25 million that he's asking for is because he has injured his dick. Because he just, it's the literal guy from the Coomer meme. I still don't quite understand this meme. He just cooms and cooms and cooms, and he can't stop cooming. He gets on Twitch. I didn't even pl- even plan on cooming. He just cooms. He sees a streamer with big busty boobies in his face, and then he just cooms, and he can't stop because he's addicted to sex, and I guess addicted to video games too, because he also just can't get off Twitch. So now there's like a delicious melding of the addictions happening here. This guy just can't stop watching Portal 2 glitch-free ultra-fast runs and also girls with big bazongos going oinga-boinga in his face. How did he hurt? Okay. And I don't believe I... I'm saying this out loud. Can you give me more information about the injury to his penis. Uh, well, according, this is from, uh, according to me, we, we briefly discussed the injury to his penis on uh, Nick Ricardo's stream, but he fucked, he had a flashlight that he would just sit there and just jerk off for hours while watching Twitch streamers. And I guess he didn't lubricate it properly because he chafed his penis, the head of his penis, by just constantly cooming and jerking off. He also destroyed his computer because he coomed all over his keyboard and it destroyed this. So a portion of that $25 million is to replace his computer that he coomed all over. <laughs> How old is this person? I don't know. It seems like you have no actual information on this. You just know there's some freak out there who can't stop cooming. I need... Oh, I need more on this. Really? You want to know more about the Coomer? The real life Coomer? Just give me one second. Twitch. Lawsuit. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) Look, it took me a minute to find a a remotely credible news website. Uh, Knews.com. Pass. Thesun.co.uk. Pass. TalentRecap.com, RogueRocket.com, TechnoWise with a Z. I'm settling for the New York Post. New York Times, why aren't you covering this man that can't stop cooming? First off, all the articles I took a look at, their thumbnail is a big, busty Twitch streamer, which is just going to set this guy off, and now... You're going to be in the crosshairs of his lawsuit, Kotaku.com.au. I, I hope, hey, hey there, DailyDot.com, I hope you have your lawyer on speed dial, Dexter2.com, because he's coming for you. He's coming for you. <laughs> okay. He's coming for you, Alanetti, or whatever. Alanetti, or whatever, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, whatever. In a legal document filed at a Santa Clara County court on June 15, San Francisco's Eric Estabillo claimed that the Amazon subsidiary had subjected him to overly suggestive and sexual content for various female streamers. Um, oh, he had to, according to the 56-page document, he had to put neosporin on the tip of his penis to prevent <laughs> necrosis? Yes. Oh, yeah, the necrosis, because he coomed so much that his part of his dick died. Um, okay, in response to 
Uh, the New York Post's request for comment, a Twitch spokesperson simply stated, these claims are frivolous and have absolutely no merit. She then dropped a, a pencil and went, oops, and bent down, exposing a heavy, a generous amount of busty bevy cleavage to the Post reporter. And then the plaintiff coomed. <laughs> this is terrible! Uh, okay, um, Bob. Oh, all right, so this is interesting. Um, he is asking for $25 million in punitive damages and a permanent ban on all 768 female gamers. Oh, no. He's going to ruin this for the rest of us. Why is he banning all the female gamers? Shouldn't he just ban himself? You, <laughs> you would think, but you think $25 million would be enough to build himself like a safe, like a coom-proof safe room. A but, no coom room. But if all 756 streamers get banned, that just seems like a Band-Aid fix, because won't more big busty boobies come to fill their place? I mean, that's how the free market works, baby. The free yeah. the boobs market. That's exactly how it works. Um, but don't worry about it, because if you're thinking that all $25 million are going to go to him, that's not, he's not greedy. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, he wants a permanent ban on all listed streamers. Obviously, some of the money is to replace his, uh, I see here. His computer that he coomed on? <laughs> uh, or to replace, uh, uh, yes, because he once ejaculated on his PC monitor, which caused his gaming system to short circuit and resulted in a fire that temporarily caused his apartment to black out. <laughs> yeah, he burned down his house because he coomed too his hard. His whole apartment. Can you imagine? You're, you're watching Dancing with the Stars and there's a, like the big finale's coming up and then Eric Estevio goes, eh, uh, and then all of a sudden, and then you don't know who's, who's going to win, Gilbert Gottfried or Pete Best from the Beatles. He can't fix his electricity. He just fucking cooms. <laughs> So, I'm, I'm also going to point out, ejaculating on your monitor should not have caused that domino effect. I, I would understand if, if, like, I don't know, it flew into the fan of your computer, which caused the fan to be extra lubricated, speed up at an enormous rate, shoot particles of stuff. Like, it's the monitor. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I, the, it, like, the monitor should be... The computer and the monitor aren't the same thing. That's, yes! Like, I dropped an entire Slurpee on my laptop last week, and it still works. Yeah, it works well. Well, the, the keyboard doesn't work. You had to buy a new keyboard. Well, yeah, the keyboard's broken, but the computer works. Well, the headphone jack doesn't really work either. The headphone jack works fine. I did drop a Slurpee on my computer. Yeah, okay. Um, I, yeah, I don't... We need to... Actually, here's what we need to do. If you... Work in the insurance field or the fire protection field. Or if you're just any kind of scientist that we can get away with this, call in and tell us, is it possible to coom on your, le on your monitor in a way that will burn your house down? And if you're a big busty streamer... <laughs> Please call in and tell us if you've been named in this lawsuit. And if you were named in the lawsuit, how are you going to stop this man from cooming? <laughs> you know? This now, this is really interesting because there's a lot. There's always debate in the online world over which what is the what is the quote best bust size? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it seems like if this guy can get all the bustiest streamers off of Twitch. The, it'll be the dawn of the A-cups. You know what I mean? 
A cups and B cups will be given S tier treatment. This is a way that we could re we could redistribute the boobs. Oh my god, femboytwitch.tv. Like, yeah, he's banning all the female tits uh-huh. from the internet, but what about the femboy tits? I know something else that will be twitching while people watch this. This is absolutely fantastic. Okay, but again, to get to the $25 million in punitive damages. So, some will, of course, go to repair the fire damage caused by his ejaculate. Got it. Some will go towards ba- a permanent ban on all listed streamers. But the re- any leftover proceeds will be donated to both COVID-19 and Black Lives Matter charities and the funds of the court's choosing. So this guy's down with the cause. And really, at the end of the day, this is about making the lives of our African-American brothers and sisters better. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad he threw that in. Like, <laughs> you think we could all come together and coom for this guy? <laughs> A 21 dick salute. Um, okay. This is, we have to follow this whole case to the end. I'm so excited. We might have to, I've always wanted to, I mean, I haven't been to San Francisco in like 10 or 15 years. We might have to go to San Francisco to support this guy. Yeah, we make a sign. Oh my God, what if I like wore, put my tits out? At the, like. What, you want to get sued next? Absolutely not. You strap those things down like it's the 1800s, Missy. Hey, I'm working to save the big titty streamer. Titty streamers, here's what I'm going to do for you. They say I don't do anything for the big booby community. Well, let me tell you, this is small tits and large tits coming together. I'm going to go and I'm going to put my tits out and you can't argue because I have small tits. So only the big titty streamers are bad. And then he will immediately coom. (laughs) And he will coom so hard, his brain will disintegrate. He will coom in his pants. And then he'll need to go home and change. But then he'll miss his court date. And his lawyer will have to fight on his behalf. And the lawyer won't be able to do anything because he doesn't coom on demand. He doesn't understand this guy's pain. And then all the big, busty Twitch streamers will be saved. (laughs) Sriracha? Look, I'm not super happy about you using your feminine wiles on Eric Estevino, okay? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to pretend to be thrilled about that. <laughs> your body, your choice. At the end of the day... Your coom, your... <laughs> if you want to go run some sort of coom up on this guy <laughs> to save the tibbies, there's not much I can do to stop you. <laughs> You're welcome, big titty streamer ladies. Goodness gracious. You're Christ. welcome, Alan Nitty, whatever your name is. All right, game on. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> welcome back to the Loudest Podcast, Sriracha. It's been a while, but I want to bring back my classic segment, What's Burning My Beans? What's burning your coom today, Hysteria? <laughs> That's not the name of the segment. What's cooming in your beans? No, no, God! What's burning my beans? <laughs> my beans are always out there and they're always getting burned. And I'm so tired of my beans being burned. I swear to God, 99% of my day is great. Go to work, hang out with Sriracha, try not to overeat, eventually overeat, feel guilty about it, try it again tomorrow, Coom. do some push-ups, play some video games. Like, most of my day is normally fun. I'm walking down the street the other day to get a cup of coffee at the bodega. And I see... There's like a big, clear bag of garbage just on the ground. As, as there often is. Yeah, that's kind of how Brooklyn rolls. <laughs> like, we just, like, leave our garbage around, and it's like a fun treasure hunt for the garbage collectors. And sticking out of this garbage is a full box of cereal. And I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? And I look at it, 
and my beans were immediately burned by oh, what I no. saw. I saw my beans had never been this burnt. I don't know if my beans will ever be tender and, and normal again. It was a box of chocolate frosted flakes, limited edition spooky marshmallow cereal. Why did this make you so angry? I'm gonna, I'm gonna show it to you. Okay, take a look at this box. Does this look familiar to you? Does this remind you of any other kind of cereal, perhaps? Is there a vampire cereal? I was not allowed to eat cereal as a child. You don't know about Count Chocula? What is Count Chocula? This is great. Finally, you're the freak. I am. I'm so, normally everyone's like, ha ha, Steris, you don't know what Updog is. Ha ha, you don't know what Dat Boy is. Count Chocula is one of the three most terrifying breakfast monsters in existence. <laughs> He's a Choco vampire. And what he does is he wants to suck all of the chocolate out of your cereal. Like he preys on chocolate. Okay. He has two friends, Frankenberry, which is a Frankenstein that loves berries, and Booberry, a ghost that loves blueberries. Okay? These three... Classic monster cereals have existed since like the 1970s. Very old school. All of a sudden, one day I'm walking down the street, I see Tony the Tiger dressed up like Count Chocula, just stealing Count Chocula's thing. Holy shit. How does this not burn your beans? My beans are burnt. You're right. Look at this. Frosted, Charlie Frosted, like spooky marshmallows. We got Tony the Tiger dressed like a vampire. Strike one, two. One of the marshmallow shapes is a small chocolate bat, much like the chocolate bats in Count Chocula cereal, right? Is that what is that what that is? A bat? That's a small chocolate marshmallow bat right there. What's the white thing? A ghost? Oh, very. I'm glad you asked what the other marshmallows are because okay, just one chocolate bat. Hey, maybe it's a coincidence. Oh, is there this Count Chocula? Oh, he's dressed up like a vampire. Okay, whatever. Vampires are very common Halloween costume. Sure, sure, sure. Marshmallow number two, Frankenstein. Remind you of anything? Frankenberry. Third marshmallow, a ghost. Booberry. Are you not getting it? Are are these cereals? Are you? I feel like you're speaking a different language. These are all cereals. Someone at the Kellogg's Corporation on a dare, was like, you know what really fuck with those assholes at GM? By assholes, assholes, I mean you. <laughs> you don't know, at General Mills. You don't really fuck with those assholes at General Mills. If we just ripped off their cereal and just put out Kellogg's Chocolate Frosted Flakes Spooky Marshmallow Limited Edition, stole all their... This is a... This is like grand... Theft cereal that you're seeing here, and I don't. I it does not make sense to me that you're not more upset by this. It doesn't make any sense. I don't. I'm not happy that there's a Halloween cereal out in July. That's burning my beans. Okay, well, I assume that this was a box that was from the Halloween season that was only thrown out recently. I was gonna say limited edition, limited to fucking what edition? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's currently this cereal is selling on eBay for $18 a box. Oh, really? And you didn't buy it already? No, I mean, I, I am the top bid, but there's two days to go, like, anything could happen. 25 is, I'm maxing out at 25, though. You're gonna get a big box of rice in. 
You're going to get a big box of rice in. I've got a big box of burnt beans because they were just straight up ripping off Count Chocula. You don't know anything about the cereal mascot. So if I said Lucky the Leprechaun. That's the Lucky Charms, right? Yes. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. All right. If I said Silly Rabbits, blanks are for kids. What goes in the blank? Silly rabbit, blanks are for kids. Oh, that's the, the fruity one, right? right. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Fruity pebbles. No, no. No, that. tricks. Yes. Tricks. Tricks, exactly. So your parents were so, and, and uh, I'm not trying to say this in like a mean way. No, but like, you please go ahead. <laughs> well, it's just like, so your parents were so anti, like, supernatural, for religious reasons, I assume, that they let you have knowledge of non-supernatural Cereal mascots? Um, no, they wouldn't buy it. They wouldn't buy cereal with like devils or vampires or anything on them. Also, okay. I was not allowed to read Harry Potter, which honestly saved me, I think, from yeah. a lifetime of embarrassment yeah. from judging from the Harry Potter people I know. And you know exactly what I mean when I say Harry Potter people. You know what? Later in the show, I have an Am I the Asshole about Harry Potter that a listener sent us that I have to read. Oh, later. I can't wait. Okay. All right. Fruity Pebbles, though. Cocoa Pebbles. You know what those are? The Flintstone cereal? I'm familiar with the concept of Fruity Pebbles because we got to eat, sometimes we got to eat, like, the off-brand that had, like, birds on it instead of devils. Like Berry Boulders. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Berry Boulders. The ones that came in a big bag and not a box. Yeah, I like like Fruity Pebbles. Okay. I like how when they mix with the water, they turn into, like, a paste of sugar. No, I mean, that's the whole... The whole reason behind Count Chocula is this. It turns your milk into chocolate milk, and then when you drink it, it's like you're drinking the blood of your cereal. Ew, who drinks the milk? <laughs> A lot of people do. I don't. You go like, bleh, I'm going to drink your chocolate blood, bleh. Like, that's, like, that's the whole point of Count Chocula. See, this is interesting to me, because cavemen is all, like... The existence of cavemen is also anti-Christian. How? Well, because think about it. Like, cavemen existed 65 million years ago. The first, in the Christian religion, the first humans were Adam and Eve, not Ook and Bunk. I mean, but aren't the, the cavemen from Adam and Eve? I don't I don't think so. I mean, Adam and Eve are the first humans, you know? Yeah, but the, the, the Flintstones are cavemen, right? Yes. But they're intelligent. It's not like they're a step like a Neanderthals. They're intelligent humans. They have technology. They just live in the Stone Age. But religious people believe in cavemen. You know that, right? They don't don't believe in, like, evolution and Neanderthals or that they're humans evolved from monkeys. But they definitely believe in older humans. Okay, do they believe that cavemen came before or after Adam and Eve? After. Okay, so Adam and Eve, then the cavemen. Yes. Okay. Adam and Eve had a thousand fucking kids. They got kicked out of the Garden of Evemen and became cavemen. (laughs) And then they, like, rode around in cars with their feet, and, like, when they picked up the phone, a bird flew out. No, that's a place. And then the bird said, like, it's a living. Like, is that? Do they believe that? That's a cartoon. Do they believe in, like, a small cave boy that could pick you up by your finger and slam you to and fro, yelling, bam, 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 bam? No, that's the cartoon. That's not Adam and Eve. Okay. Again, another good reason why... I would imagine that cereal will be persona non grata when it comes to religious folk, because, look... 
if you start believing in in uh, Fred Flintstone, who talks on a fossil phone, then you're believing in fossils. The fossil record, evolution, revolution, pass. Yeah, you know... One time, my Bible study teacher told me dinosaurs weren't real. And then I went home and asked my mom. I said, Mom, are dinosaurs real? And she said, don't be fucking stupid, Sir Roger. Of course, dinosaurs are real. See, it's like, I think it depends on what like flavor of creationism you're into. Because there are some creationist museums that are like, yeah, they were dinosaurs. They lived 6,000 years ago. Adam and Eve rode around on dinosaurs. And then there are some creationists who say... Dinosaurs are tricks put in the ground by the devil to trick you into believing in evolution. It's the devil's greatest trick. Don't believe in those bone tricks. Liberal dinosaur plots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Liberal dinosaur bone plants. Okay. Back to cereals for a second. Toucan Sam, good or bad? Uh, According to your parents. Good. Okay, Toucan That's Sam is bird. good. Yeah. Okay, Toucan Sam is a bird. A talking bird? Well, he's not magic. He's just a bird. He's a cartoon. Cartoons are okay. That's true. He's not, because he, he just had, like, you just follow his nose. I mean, he's got a really good sense of smell. Yeah, he smells berries and then he eats them. That's what birds do. (laughs) Okay. All right. Very, very good. Okay. Tony the Tiger, Frosted Flakes. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's just the tiger. All right. Well, then, last question for your parents. Tony the Tiger dressed as a vampire on the cover of Kellogg's Chocolate Frosted Flakes limited edition spooky marshmallows. Hit the door! Hit the door! No way! Wow! I've learned a lot about you in this segment. (laughs) Well, listeners, tell us what's burning your beans this week. What cereal-related bean burnings are you going through? (laughs) We'll be right back after this. Welcome back. Loudest podcast. Um... I follow wrestling, and I'm a comedian. A lot of people that listen to this show are gamers. A lot of people like YouTube. A lot of people like television. All five of those industries I just named are going through massive crises right now where, like, people are making these big, long apologies. People are being canceled. People are, like... One of my favorite shows, 30 Rock, like Tita Faye pulled a bunch of episodes of 30 Rock because there were characters in blackface in them. In 30 Rock? Yeah, really? I know. That's pretty recent. I know, that's like 2014. <laughs> I guess there were some episodes where like, because Jenna Maroney is like the stupid character, where I guess like she thought it would be a good idea to do blackface. And, uh, but, but anyway, so, but what's happening now is, Everyone is giving, like, the same apology. And I thought it might be a good idea, because our listeners are all teenage edgelords. Eventually, listeners, you will have to make a public apology for something. I know you. I read your tweets. I see what you're putting on YouTube. Eventually, you will be canceled, and you will have to apologize. First, they came for Shane Dawson, and I did not speak up because I don't like shitty documentaries. (laughs) So I thought, so we're just real quick in the last podcast, we could use my ability as a professional PR man and your ability as an edgy shit poster to help people learn how to craft the perfect apology. Okay, yeah, we can do that. All right, first things first. You have to, whatever it was, you say, those words I said do not represent me and where I am right now. <laughs> 
That was it was that that's that wasn't me that said the N-word 40 times in a rap song. That wasn't me that joked about how funny sexual assault was. That was someone who looked like me and who made the money that I made, but it wasn't me. I'm a different person now. What do you think of that? That's great. That's a great start. You also have to say that you are continuing your, to educate yourself. Yes. No matter if you're 50 years old and you last year put on blackface and said the N-word, uh, you're continuing to learn. Every day you're growing as a person. <laughs> That's my favorite little feature. It's my favorite. Every time I watch one of these YouTuber apologies, I'm like, uh, continuing to educate. I'm like, yeah, there it is. Like, how much more education could you pop? Blackface bad. That's it. That's all the education. I only need. learned recently. Recently, when <laughs> I the moment I started to lose my spon- my giant corporate sponsorship is when I began to be educated that blackface es no bueno. Also, speaking in Spanish when you shouldn't is also wrong. Blackface bad. Blackface bad. Education good. Education good. Blackface bad. <laughs> this is what we got to do. I figured out this segment. Apology bingo card. Listen to this. You listen to this, listeners. We're going to give you an audio version of the apology bingo card. So number one is, just does not represent me. Number two is, I'm continuing to educate myself. Yeah, okay. Let's think of some other running themes. Um, okay, here's one of my favorites. Like, um, I offer no excuses. I, there's nothing I could say could possibly explain what I've done. And now to take the next five paragraphs explaining away what I've done. I had a bad childhood. Oh, oh I, my dad was racist. I grew up in an urban area. Yes. I had a lot of black friends. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. When I, Hulk Hogan used that one, which was great. Hulk Hogan was like... Brother, hey, brother, hey, dude, when I was growing up, we just said the N-word constantly. Growing up on the mean streets of... He grew up on, like, on Miami Beach. He's acting like he's from the hood. He grew up on Muscle Goddamn Beach. Pretending that you don't know what it means or that you don't know the difference between A and ER. <gasps> That's a good one. That's like, really- I just thought it meant buddy or friend. That's a really like, good... Like, pretending that you obviously don't, like... You know, you know. Make it, no, 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 I know. You listening to this, I know, you we know. All know. We all know. Um, <laughs> some sort of argument about intent. Because people are always like, it was never my intent. Just the, how about just, just the word intent. The word That's a intent. whole square. It was never my intent to when I did my, my Mexican hat dance uh, a bit or skit on Twitch. It was never my intent to hurt people. It was my intent to make a lot of money in ad revenue. Mm, so my intents got mixed up along the way. <laughs> uh, donation to Good. Black Lives Matter or uh, the NAACP or something. Good, good. I've made a donation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's good. Um, I, one of my favorites is like, I will now, I will be stepping away from social media for a minute. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's the free space. Yeah, exactly. I will be stepping away from social media for a minute (laughs) to listen so I can, so I can just let, that was one of the things that like really pissed me off Uh, a couple of weeks ago during Black Lives Matter. Um, a bunch of corporations were like, were like. We are going to pause and just listen to create space for black voices. It's kind of like, you mean you're going to take a week off your social media jobs and not make tweets this week? And you're, so you're saying you're going to stop doing your job to help black people? 
Why not make tweets that help black people instead of just literally doing nothing? Because literally doing nothing doesn't make the flag avatars and bald guys in their truck angry. <laughs> Yo! Well argued, Sriracha. That's a really good point. Okay, so like I will be I will be stepping away from social media and engaging in a period of listening until no one is mad at me anymore. Then I will return to collect my ad revenue on this monetized apology. Monetized apology. Yes. That's a good one. Okay, monetized apology or non-monetized apology that specifically calls out You'll notice I am not monetized this video. That's good. That's well, good. God, well, God bless you. Well, like, I see you're keeping all the money from the racist video you made that did earn ad revenue, but I'm glad this apology, this is a free one. This is a freebie. Me speaking to you from my kitchen into my iPhone, this one's on the house. This one's a little rare, but I like when I see it. Uh, apology written on the Notepad app. <laughs> IPhone. Yo! And then screenshot. And that's that not screen. rare. That's in the wrestling world. Every single like in like recently in the wrestling world, uh, like one of the two biggest wrestling federations put out a note about one of their performers. They were like, "We're suspending this guy. He made a he made like a rape joke. He he said he wanted to. He said he found another wrestler so attractive he wanted to rape her. So he got suspended." Okay. And, um, oh, sensitivity training. He's sensitivity getting sent to sensi- he's, this guy is getting sent to sensitivity training. That's another one on the space. Like, you got to pay a guy $50,000 to teach you not to make rape jokes. Um, but this federation put out their, their, uh, their, their suspension statement in a little iPhone notepad app. But it's like, you guys don't have more money than, sh- than this. You- yeah, like there's no other way you could do this. Pick monkey is free, guys. <laughs> it's free. You could just type the words on the black background, screenshot it, put it on Twitter. It's free. You don't need to do it on the Notepad app. <laughs> Another good one is a cu- a jump cut in the middle of your apology video because you don't want people to see you were crying. You want to jump cut away from the tears. I'll show you the exact moment before I was about to cry. So that you, so that you could start feeling sympathy for me, and so you could, you could be like, "Oh wow, is this person about to cry?" And then jump cut, tears like tear stains, but they're all dried up. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't want people to see that I'm crying, and then I'm so upset by this racism I committed. I like it when they do the apology and they've got their hand, head in their hands, like, yeah. "Wow, isn't this so, like I can't believe what is happening? I can't believe I did that racist thing. Oh my god!" I know. <laughs> like the thing that made me think of this is. So there's this YouTuber named Jenna Marbles. I don't know a ton about her. Um, But, like, she did the smartest thing I've ever seen in the apology PR space, which is she preemptively self-canceled. Nate. She, She put out a video the other day, and she was like, a lot of people are asking where my old videos are and why a lot of my old videos are privated. Well... It's because there's some stuff in there that I no longer like. And then, like, she shows us clips of them from her laptop. And it's, like, her dressed up like an Asian man going, quote, chin-chong. You can say it. You're Chinese. I know. Look, I understand I'm Chinese. I still don't like the idea (laughs) of audio, of easily editable audio of me out there. Okay, Chinese racial slurs. We know. We know what that means. But it was real bad. (laughs) Like, um, uh... And then she, like, shows it to us. Then she, like, starts crying, and she's like, I'm so sorry. 
I, like I'm different now. Like like times are more woke. And then she goes like, I am stepping away from tw- I'm stepping away from YouTube for a couple of months so I can just listen and learn to respect. And it's like no one was going after Jenna Marbles. There wasn't like a hashtag. Jenna is over party thing happening. Yeah. She saw the writing on the wall. She she made a video from her living room. She's not wearing any makeup. She specifically says it's not monetized. Shows us the clips, apologizes, and then says she's going offline. So now when she comes back in six months, everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, welcome back, Jenna. Jenna, oh, my God, this is so great. Oh, Jenna, we're so happy to see you. She found a way to turn social justice into a six-month vacation from making content. Yeah, I like how it's always the filthy rich celebrities. Like, oh, oh no. Okay, I'm going to dip out with my $20 million I made off YouTube. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to hole up in my mansion for six months. Mm, Do you see how sorry I am? Yeah, it's great. She's crying. She's doing the whole thing. And the whole time I'm just thinking, like, Jenna Marbles, I've never heard of you. You are immediately my favorite YouTuber. This is the Mm. smartest thing I've ever seen. Mm, I've set up my passive stream of income. (laughs) Now I'm going to leave to listen to black people. Bye. My videos will continue to bring in thousands of dollars a week. Bye. Right, exactly. Like, she shows us the video. It's She shows us the video of her, like, saying blah, 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 blah. It's like, so are you going to donate all, are you going to donate the money that you made? Because that video, she made it like before the YouTube ad apocalypse. So it's like, are you going to donate the $100,000 you made from that video to uh, Chinese people? Mm, no, but I am going to stop doing my job for a few months. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, thank you. You were such a hero, Jenna Marbles. Thank you so much. I can't wait to be a full-time vlogger. That, that's easy. YouTube is the easiest way to make money in the whole world. Vlogging. <laughs> You would be such a great YouTuber. I would set up a YouTube channel and I'll make funny videos, but let me tell you motherfuckers, the second I can transition to vlogging and I think there's a, there's enough people watching them, you're never getting in scripts, thinking, ideas, writing, fuck it. No, I'm taking a video camera, I'm going to, uh, what, Carbones? I'm going to eat some pasta, film myself, and then upload that stream of diarrhea <laughs> To the internet. Okay. All right. I just because now I want to talk about this. But before we move on, any other spaces on the on the 2020 apology bingo card? Hmm. I mean, I guess you could just like put spaces for what they're apologizing for, like blackface, blackface n word, blackface n word, finding a dead body in the woods and filming it <laughs> <laughs> instead of calling the cops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These are all good. All right. All right, we got the apology being a card. Transitioning. What is the laziest YouTube gimmick you come up with? My pitch would be Sriracha in the City. Yeah, there's literally nothing easier than vlogging. It's it's vlogging. The easiest thing in the world has already been created, and it's vlogging. Vlogging is hysterical. Yeah, but, but, but you you need like you need something like sriracha in the city or like sriracha plays 90s games or like like don't you need like something like sriracha in the city would be uh oh it's a statue of liberty let's go up the stairs wow i'm at the statue of liberty make sure rate like and subscribe maybe i don't know what vlogging is like when you say vlogging what do you mean dude people dude yeah vlog you're you're 
See, the first misconception is that something has to happen in the vlog. Okay. Like going to the Statue of Liberty or the Empire State Building. No, I've watched vlogs of people just cleaning their apartment. Really? I've watched vlogs of people doing yoga in their living room. The the YouTube content I watch is like, it's very similar to television. It'll often have like three camera edited thing. There'll be like, the video, at a minimum, the videos I watch are like an hour long, like, these people taking apart this wrestling thing. These people taking apart this movie. You just watch, like, people eating cereal? Oh, yeah, I love Lighting vlogging. candles? Like, what the hell are you watching? Baking. Uh, I watch a lot of cooking vlogs of people just, like, meal, meal prepping for the week. It's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to be a full-time vlogger. That's my dream. To just do absolutely nothing and put minimal effort into my YouTube videos. Holy shit. I'm already selling out, and I don't even have a YouTube channel. Not to get too risque, but, like, do you have to wear, like, a cute little outfit while you're doing it? Like, why are people watching this? I don't know. I, why am I watching it? I don't know. Sometimes they're aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. And I like the, the backgrounds and the pretty furniture. But a lot of the times, I just don't, I, like, just turn it on. It's like a Hikikomori type of thing. Like, oh, here's my friend. Uh, What's Hikikomori? Hikikomori is a Japanese person. It's a slang for a Japanese person who has like extreme social anxiety and refuses to leave their house. So it's like, oh, here's my my friend, Jizz Lover sixty nine, who's going to show me the new uh, clothes she bought from Forever Twenty One today. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So your vlog would literally just be like you telling us about your porgs. You showing us the clothes in your closet? You sweeping? Are you finding a way to monetize chores? I think I will. I think I will monetize chores. Yeah, but I gotta, I gotta make, I gotta take over YouTube first. I gotta take over. I gotta get a solid audience, and then I gotta sell out. I'm, I'm too far ahead. I'm like six steps ahead of where I should be. Okay, so <laughs> you create engaging content, and then eventually people just like you. And they'll watch you put away the dishes? Yeah, they will. What the hell? I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah, that's the, I told you, it's the best racket ever. Oh, I'm going to do a whole series about, I'm doing things a tourist would do, and then I'll just go on vacation <laughs> and film it. You can write the whole thing off. You can write the whole vacation off as a production expense. Fuck yeah. That used to be a punishment, you know, kids. Back when I was a kid, watching videos of other people's vacations used to be a fucking punishment. We're watching Cheers, and, like, there's a long-running storyline in season three about Cliff boring everyone with his Florida vacation slides. You could get paid by YouTubers to go on Florida and go on vacation and go down slides. And they're always monetized. They're always monetized. You just got to not say the N-word, <laughs> which I do every day. Is it worth it, though, Is to your it? freedom of speech? My, fr my frozen peaches frozen have been squashed. I mean, at what cost? <laughs> at what cost? Look, I get sell selling out is fun, but what about the Constitution, which is entirely the N-word? It's just the <laughs> N-word a thousand times. It's like, you know how the Declaration of Independence starts with that big fancy T? It's just the big fancy N mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. N-word. Mm -hmm. Over and over again, that's what it is. That's what freedom of speech means. <laughs> you want to say the N-word and not get fired. <laughs> All right. If there are any enterprising <laughs> listeners out there who can turn our apology bingo segment into an actual apology bingo card, 
I will send you loudest podcast stickers and pins because I want these bingo cards now. And if you want to collab, if you're a YouTuber, you want to collab and uh, get a free vacation from the, at least that's what the IRS will think. Yeah, exactly. Come to New York. <laughs> yeah, you hit me up. We could do, we could go to, we could go to Carbone's. Yeah. We could eat spicy uh, Bloody Marys and we could film it. And then as long as we put it on the internet, that's business expense, baby. <laughs> fucking perfect all right hey we'll be right back with voicemails and letters right after this we have never had more comments and uh notes and tweets and dms than from our last episode oh no (laughs) which was uh what was it like femboy hooters versus goth i hop versus milf denny's versus tomboy outback steakhouse versus e-girl uh tgi fridays yeah sure i think it was um so one of the things we asked, we were like, what are some of your favorite restaurants? Because obviously these five, there have to be more. Um, uh, user Milk writes, fuck Fanboy Hooters. We going to Catholic Domino's. We're going to Bimbo Boston Market. <laughs> <laughs> I would love Bimbo Boston Market. Um, apparently people like Foot Fetish Papa John's, Soft Girl Wendy's. People are very big fans of Tradcon Chick-fil-A. <laughs> that's normal Chick-fil-A, actually. That's a very it's just Chick-fil-A. It's a really good point. Cat Girl <laughs> Chipotle. Um what I don't know what this fetish is. Oh boy. Brapplebees? Oh, a bra- brap is it's an automatopoeia for a fart. So bra- brapplebees is like girls with big butts that fart and shit out of their butts. And it's an Applebee's. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ban this user from my page. <laughs> no, leave Brapplebee's. Report. Leave ban. Brapplebee's alone. Okay. All right. Bishy Bashi. <laughs> user Bishy Bashi. You're on notice. <laughs> Although, I, Zach Wheelhouse, who is like one of our best and most consistent commenters, Himbo Arby's sounds like fun. I like Himbo Arby's. I get the sense that the Himbos at Himbo Arby's would like... Again, take a lot of pride in their selection and cut of meat. I was going to say, that's the perfect restaurant for himbos. Yes, exactly. Because, like, their beefcake making beefcakes. Like, that's pretty good. I love it. Um, Although, everyone was on board with Milf Denny's. This is the rare time that our reasoning and the internet's reasoning matched a hundred percent. Yeah, it's like those the, that meme of people discussing politics. That's two people beating the shit out of each other. That's like people discussing big busty mommy milkies and them <laughs> sitting quietly at a table. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So look, I'm just, I'm just glad to hear that people are super into what we're into. Uh, we also talked about Funko Pops, and user Bo the Sheep sent me the worst Funko Pop I've ever seen. On Twitter, he sent me a Jeff Dunham Funko Pop. I saw that. Holding a teeny tiny peanut Funko Pop. <laughs> Make it stop. I Look, <laughs> listeners, and I'm absolutely not kidding when I say this. If there is an Ahmed the Dead Terrorist mini Funko Pop <laughs> that I can put in Funko Pop, Jeff Dunham's tiny Funko Pop hand, I want that. I want that. You can buy it 25, 45 signed for the Jeff Dunham and Peanut Funko Pop. I'm gonna funk kill myself. But I want all of them. I want that old man. What's his name? Like old man Howard? 
He's got multiple puppets. He's I, not just peanut, everybody. I know, and I choose not to engage. I'm so happy my sphere of influence is so far disconnected from Jeff Dunham that I don't know the name of the puppets. All right, I'm looking up Jeff Dunham's puppet. No, thought- no, 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 this will get me set down a rabbit hole. Yeah, it will. All right, all right. Refusing the call to look up the Jeff Dunham puppets. Um, oh, we got uh, a user Cronus Poo. Uh, posted on our Discord, dis, uh, not on our Discord, our uh, Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash stereos, that the Funko Pop guy was definitely a troll. And the reasoning, Cronus Poo writes, is he goes, uh, he left out a seemingly small detail that is the reason his made-up wife left him space. These collector types feel a compulsion to show off their collection. They're like big game hunters, but their victim is the most endangered species on Earth. Everyone's respect for virginity. This this guy is collecting thirty Funko Pops a month for years. If you filled up a ten foot by ten foot bedroom with ten floor to ceiling shelves, spaced out each of these trophies so they took up half a foot of space, he'd fill this whole room after eight hundred pops. He'd probably be through that room. Then it's on the living room, master bedroom. He's making a good point, like. Unless he's just storing all these Funko Pops in a shipping container. No, why would you do that? I know, they're so beautiful. People have to see your Pops. They need to see your Pop collection. Especially especially your limited edition available only at Comic-Con Kurt Cobain Pops. And I'm going to fucking evaporate just saying that. Somebody sent me their their Kurt Cobain Funko Pop picture. Did it come with a gun? Yeah, half of the head was missing was weird. (laughs) Um... Oh, and, uh, you know, last week we did, and obviously this Funko Pop thing is an Am I the Asshole. Uh, here's an Am I the Asshole that I was sent. Uh, uh, AITA for raising my daughter like a Harry Potter witch. Oh, okay, uh, go ahead. We have raised our almost eight-year-old daughter to believe she's a witch from an old wizarding family. We're looking for more sophisticated and creative ideas from the Harry Potter community to keep this going. Since our daughter was five... And my wife and I first started reading the Harry Potter books. We have told her that she is a witch and that the wizarding world is real. She's almost eight and her questions have gotten deeper. We keep building the illusion with more details about our family genealogy and its connection to book characters, stories about the times we used magic and the life and moral lessons we learned about it. She has processed many difficult subjects through the Harry Potter lens, such as racism, climate change, and even the coronavirus. Why are you doing this? Why did you... Okay, I get... I I get teaching the kid about racism with the muggle shit. I, I get that. That's a concept that children could... But why do you need to tell her she is also a witch? That's like telling her, yeah, you're a black person. Well, to play devil's advocate... Everyone's favorite and least annoying advocate, Santa Claus isn't real. Blah, 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 jerk, jerk, dicks off, jerk, I'm gonna coom. Damn, you're right. Before other parents judge or lecture, we know it's gaslighting and that eventually she'll be disappointed and have trust issues with us when she learns the truth. We justify it. By the way... When you say you have to, quote, justify something, it means you're doing something wrong. No one ever has to justify feeding the homeless. You never have to justify um, helping an old lady who's fallen down in the middle of the road. 
These are no justification required. They say, we justify this by saying that we're adding magic to her childhood and giving her motivation to reach her full magical potential since she needs to study hard to be accepted to Hogwarts. We've asked serious questions of her teachers, and they think it's more awesome and creative than damaging. At the very worst case, my take is that it is analogous to children being raised to believe that traditional religious stories are true, and that when the truth hits, it will teach her to ask Shut critical questions. Fuck up. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so you, you get it. Oh, fuck, I hate these people. Oh, please don't be real. My brain is shutting down. It's like not letting me accept that these are real people who have procreated and have a child that they are legally responsible for. Oh, my God, fuck off and die. Okay, so clearly we can agree that they're both assholes. Are they trolls? Is this a troll post? This has to be a troll post, right? Uh, Let me hear your... I want to hear your thinking on this. Because I did a lot of talking. Because if this is not a troll post, it means that there are people out there who are really raising their kid to believe that she's a Harry Potter character. And that means I would have to kill myself. I I would have to kill myself because I'm sharing the earth with someone who thinks that it's a good idea to convince their eight-year-old child they can do magic. I, I, I need to believe that this is fake for my own sanity. Somehow I thought, I'm not kidding, I thought your reasoning might involve suicide. Which it always also- does. <laughs> yeah, this, ha- this has to be a- No one would... I just don't think there's a kid that's this dumb. Like, I get it. Little kids believe in Santa Claus. Eventually little kids stop believing. Like, when I was a kid, eventually I just kind of kept saying I believe in Santa Claus so I could get more toys. Like, I was like, yeah, Santa Claus is uh, totally real, and he uh, better bring me a Nintendo this year. Because uh, the moment you stop believing Santa Claus, you only get presents from mom and dad, not the additional SC gift. Yeah, I was thinking, because, okay, so my parents just told me Santa Claus is not real forever. But when you believe in Santa, I assume that most kids do do what you do. Yeah. Like, unless they're very, very young. I'm talking, like... The, not like too young for school. Well, yeah, five, six. Okay, you believe in Santa? Eight years old. You think you're a Harry Potter wizard? How come? How come every time you try to go Lavarium Levitatium, nothing fucking happens? Yeah, has no kid. Eight is like what third grade? How old are eight year olds? Don't know, but they're not. They're not this stupid. They're like, like you're telling me this kid didn't go to school. Say I have magical witch powers, and the other kids were like, fuck off, Amberlynn or <laughs> Mackenzie, spelled with seven E's. No, you don't. This would be more believable if this kid was homeschooled. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Because in this in this uh, story, the, te- the 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 mom or dad says we went to the teacher. The teachers are also in on this great prank. Our kid will never trust adults again. This will be great. Yep. Our kid will have trust issues for the rest of their life. I'm imagining them at parent teacher conference saying this and like, yeah, it's a great idea. And then them leaving me like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, maybe they live in like one of those states where every parent is armed. And you just kind of have to be like, yeah, uh, if I, sure, uh, what a look, I'm just trying to get to tenure here. I'm just trying to get to retirement. Yeah, Believe sure. it, teach your kids whatever you want. There's what, 180 days left in the school year? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> She's a witch, Harry. Well, look, now that, now that all these, now that all teaching is happening over that uh, fucking teleconferencing, 
There's even less reason to intercede. Yeah, make your background on Zoom Hogwarts. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, draw a Z on your forehead and go nuts. Just don't draw another Z that's the opposite way. It intersects with that first Z. That's where you get in trouble. <laughs> we have some voicemails here, too. Yeah. Uh, okay, this ver- this first voicemail, you've you've called Hooters Apologist? Yeah, this is Riley Burroughs. Okay. Hey, Sirius. Hey, Sriracha. It's your favorite boy, Riley Brooks. And I got something hey, Riley, to say. I listen to the new... The hit new loudest podcast episode. You talked about Hooters. Talked mm-hmm. about how you went to Hooters and it wasn't very good. Now you listen to me. You listen to me, Asteria Sriracha. I don't want to. Hooters wings, top tier. Hooters hot wings, best. Fuck Schmuffalo Schmouth wings. Fuck whatever mm-hmm. other bullshit you go to. Hooters have bomb ass hot wings. Fight me. Okay, this kid's like 14, right? Riley, last week you called in and said that you've never cooked a food that wasn't in, from a freezer. I'm not, I, I, I don't put any credit into your food opinions. You've which tried are bad like three wings in your life. You're like a three wing teenager. You gotta get out there and explore. My guess is that this kid is 13, and this is the closest he's getting to these boobies. That might be true. Riley Brooks, are you an incel? <laughs> Call in again and let us Call know. in again and tell us if you're an incel. <laughs> All right, so this next one's called All Cops Are Small Beans Uwu. Yes. Okay. Hey, guys, what's happening? Uh, first time listener, long time caller. Thank you. Just a quick question. You guys keep talking about something called ACAB <laughs> on your show, which I assume is A-C-A-B. I need to know, does that stand for All Cops Are Beautiful? Aww. All cops are badasses. Ooh. Please let me know. Thank you. Sriracha? All cops are big, busty Twitch streamers. Holy shit. Sexy cops? Yeah, coom. All cops are responsible for my coom destroyed monitor. Now, look, I've seen quite a few documentaries on this subject. And I honestly think that if more, if more policing followed the busty cop model of Hey, criminal, you're a bad boy, and it's time to punish you. Or, hey, criminal, I'm going to get this confession out of you one way, dot, 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 or the other. Is that what they meant when they said, fuck the police? (laughs) I think that's what they meant by FTP. You got to admit, there'd be a lot fewer protests right now if if we solved our policing problems with tricks. Fuck the police. They say, fuck the police. You can't catch a real black man like me. They'd rather see me and Lorenzo sitting in a cell than sitting in a benzo. (laughs) I said, fuck the police. I think that's going to do it for this, for this episode of The Loudest Podcast. I don't know. I'm sorry. I have a brain injury. I don't know why you're apologizing for the funniest moment of the show. Um, thank you all so, so much. Uh, just, a, just a couple of things to announce. Uh, this is the last week you can participate in June's offering for The Loudest Podcast Sticker Club. Um, so if you join up at the $15 level, you will get our beautiful, wonderful, gorgeous... Dark Side Jill sticker. Look at it. It's so good looking. It's, Look at those colors. It is so goddamn pretty. It's a, it, These are really big stickers. They're four inches by four inches. They're high quality, full color, art by Mimi Yori. And of course, at the $15 level, you also get to watch the video version of this show every week. And we're putting a lot of work into the video version. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And um, 
And, and also, if you are a newly joining $15 member and you didn't get the original five stickers, send me a Patreon message or send me a DM or something so I know to throw those in. Um, next month, we will... Next, the July sticker is the Lime and the Coconut sticker. Look Again, how cute! It's really adorable. It's full color. It's me and Lime Jinjo sitting on the beach drinking drinks out of coconuts. Uh, Lime Jinjo is wearing a cute little hat and a t-shirt and trunks with limes on them, and I'm wearing a full flannel shirt and socks and sandals. And so this will be July sticker. Um, you can only get these stickers if you're joined in that month, so make sure to join up. And, uh, oh, and we're putting out a bunch of bonus episodes this week, too. Uh, we just recorded the new Christory yesterday. Yes. What was what was the name of that girl that it was about? Uh, Jackie? Jackie. Jackie's nudes. Jackie Romay. You can see her naked pictures if you look. Not You don't even have to look hard. Just Google her name and then nudes, and you can see them. And uh, we talked about her. The second part, we'll talk about her boyfriend. Uh, we talked about the Unga Wonga picture. Semen, semen all around. Oh, yeah. I had to watch a video of, of CWC performing oral sex into the camera. Yeah, on a three-foot-wide vagina. Just a big old vagina. It was... I have seen CWC having full-on penetrative sex... With a blow-up doll, and this was worse. Just seeing CWC pretend to eat out the camera, because it was so personal. It was like it was happening to me. Three foot wide pussy. So, uh, so yeah, join up to the Patreon, and you can hear uh, Chris Dory, which is our bonus series. And tonight you're recording Dark Side Jills. Tomorrow, but oh, yes. tomorrow night. Yeah, tonight we're recording Lime the Coconut. So. Uh, so three bonus episodes are coming out ASAP. Yeah. All right. I think that's, I uh, thank you for tuning in. I'm going to go play Hitman for the rest of the fucking night. I, I can't, I'm not a very good assassin yet, but one day I will be, I just smash into everyone. I can't aim the gun yet, but one day I will be able to shoot someone in the head without fumbling like a dumbass for 20 minutes. It's really fun to watch you play that. It's like the three stooges are trying to murder someone. <laughs> you keep shooting like the cook, the waiter, the girlfriend, like you're shooting everyone but the criminal. I got in big trouble because I shot the cook before I was supposed to shoot the cook. What? It's bullshit, right? That's but oh, Wait, did you get in big trouble because they were witnesses? No, because uh, I put the cook's uniform on and then the target was like, hey, you're not the cook. How you supposed to know that? I'm wearing this disguise. Get out of here. Well, you still shot him. I mean, that's the whole mission, right? I liked when I dressed up as the cowboy. I, I just bought Hitman, so I'm playing. I think it's Hitman 47 or something. I like I like that game. Very good game. You should go buy it. It's You get the, all of them on Steam for $12 right now. Oh, yeah. There's some sort of like... I saw someone tweet like, Oh, God, this is the worst time for the Steam summer sale. I got an email from Steam, and it was like... 15 of the games on your wish list are on sale. Oh, fuck. And it's like, God damn it. I'm trying to get out of credit card debt. Not the other way around. Oh, now I'm in a coom all over my computer. All right, that's it. Talk to you next week. Bye.